0: so they've asked
1: me questions like so are you going to die and like there was this one time i took a study holiday and i remember not going to school for four days and in those four days there was like a rumor that built up i went to school and people are like oh my god you're okay are you okay what can i do for you i'm just like do nothing please
0: So, welcome to Outliers. This is uh, a podcast with outliers, and I'm, I'm really uh, excited to do this uh, 25th episode of Outliers uh, uh, with, with an outlier <laughs> that is uh, more outlier than all of the other 24. <laughs> uh, so, she is uh, Adya Satpati. Yes. And uh, she is diabetic. I mean,
1: yes, I can... I'm diabetic. <laughs>
0: But that's not why we are having this conversation. I first heard uh, about uh, Adya when I met her parents, uh, Ahi and uh, Asha, and uh, and they were talking about uh, you know Adya being a type one diabetic and how she you know manages her lifestyle, how tough uh, it was early, and you know then. the apps, the digital tools, and the overall uh, the way you manage your lifestyle. Yeah. So that got me thinking that you know a conversation with someone like her uh, will help many others learn from how you do what you do. So welcome to Outliers, Adya. Thank you. Good. It's how great old to be on are you? <laughs>
1: how old are you? I'm 15.
0: When did you first learn that you are diabetic?
1: I was okay. I was diagnosed for the first time at birth, like the day I was born they checked my blood sugar and it was around 600 and the normal range of like a person who doesn't have diabetes would be a blood sugar of about 80 to 140. So you can see how out of range that was. So I was immediately diagnosed with type 1 diabetes mellitus and yeah that was my first diagnosis then over eight months somehow it just disappeared like one day my mother she forgot to give me insulin which is this drug that's used for this and yeah so she didn't notice any kind of high or any effect that should have happened because she didn't give me insulin So like for two days, like they kept it with themselves. But then after that, when they went to a doctor, he said, okay, let's see what's happening. Like, don't give her insulin for a week. We'll see what happens. And then, I don't know, miraculously it went. And then they, but they predicted that, oh, it will come back when she grows a lot older, like when she's 20 or 21. But it came back a little earlier. Now I'm 15 and it's back, but yeah. So that was my first diagnosis. And then my second one was when I was volunteering in a hospital, like the Saibaba Hospital. I was basically doing some generic volunteering work and like helping the doctors around, leading the patients to what was needed, checking their weight, height and all of that, like usual nurse job. And after that, like one day, like, I don't know, I hadn't checked my thyroid levels in about... A year or two so because of that they my mother decided to talk to the doctor I was volunteering with because like the doctor was pretty close to me and everybody around me was just really fond of me I guess so yeah um, that's why like we asked him and then like he said oh if I can't fix something that Adia has a problem with what is the point of this all I mean she is like Adia so yeah that's what happened and then they there was a list of things that you can test from blood. And he just basically took all of them and said, if there's any problem with her, we're gonna figure out today. And then after that, the next morning, I went empty stomach and like had a blood test. So because he put so many tests, I had to take like four tubes of blood, which was very scary for me because I was really, really scared of needles. So that happened and then when they tested, the blood sugar in my blood at that time, the level was around 400 or something. And that was very high compared to, I hadn't eaten anything. Okay, so, because of that, the, he thought maybe it's like, she might like get re-diagnosed with diabetes and all of that. And when I was sitting in that conversation between the doctor and my mother, the only thing I was doing was freaking out on the inside because First of all, I had no clue what diabetes was. I mean, I've heard the term around used for like some of my friends' grandparents, oh, they have diabetes, but i I didn't know any kid who'd ever had diabetes, so that was kind of like a shock to me. and then after that i I was sent I went to my endocrinologist who I've been going to over the years and he diagnosed me with type 1 diabetes and this will be around a year ago in like a few days now so yeah and then after that he sent me to a hospital where i got admitted for around four days so that we could get my levels into control and i could be educated about what is my condition and how i will deal with it like from now
0: so how do you deal with it can you can you give a sense of what is a day like in your life like and and and
1: okay (laughs) what all do
0: you do what all do you like a school day yeah
1: okay i get up at six and after that immediately i brush after brushing i have to eat thyroid it's it comes in this tiny little yellow tablet okay and after that yeah i go take a bath i get ready (laughs) and after that i come down my bus comes by seven six forty Yes, my bus comes by 6.40, and, yeah, we go to the bus stop at 6.35, then we go to school. It takes about 45 minutes, but then, like, it's not really... You you don't realize that time goes by. But, yeah, after that, in school, like, our school gives us breakfast. So I go with my friends, and before going, like, I measure my blood sugar, and I give insulin. Like, I usually eat breakfast of about, like, if there's dosa or idli or something I like, Then I'll eat like three, four dosas or like six idlis. But yeah, and then if there's something I don't like, I eat very less. So depending on how much I eat, I estimate and give insulin. Yeah, and if you see when I was first diagnosed, I was very, very, what do you say, um, rigid about everything. I would like weigh my food and, like, calculate the carbs to the dot. And then I would, like, give insulin, like, and then I'd eat. So that was very controlling. And I felt felt very, like, in a cage about that because, I don't know, I felt like I couldn't eat sweet stuff or, like, pizza or anything, which I didn't eat for, like, a long time because, I don't know, I felt like, no, I can't eat that now. So that happened, and then... Oh, yeah, coming back to my school schedule. So after that, I go to class. I have three periods. One period is 45 minutes long each. And then I have juice break, which is where our school provides us with juice and biscuits. So usually I don't give insulin for that, but if I'm already like a little bit above my range, then I go ahead and give insulin for that and eat.
0: How, how do you track monitor these things?
1: Um, I use a device, a CGM and it's attached to my arm and it comes with this tiny device that helps me like, measure my blood sugar. So I scan the device with the machine and then it gives me a graph and the reading is basically what my blood sugar is at point. So that's how I measure my blood sugar and then I can tell what the reading is and depending on that, my course of action follows. And then after break, we have three more periods and then there's lunch. So in the beginning, I would eat lunch in class because I was taking home food because I didn't feel comfortable with eating school lunch yet. So I used to, and I didn't really want to give insulin in public at that point. Because I was like, oh, people are going to discriminate me. Because I, I've been in the school for four years. And for the three years, people have seen me normal. And they'll be like, oh, what is she doing now? What changed now? Is she going to die? Things. I get so many funny questions. But that's for later. And yeah, so I would eat in class because I didn't want everyone to see me giving insulin. And then like after some time, I stopped just eating home lunch because I didn't like it as much as I liked the school lunch. So then, like after a while, like a lot of my friends—I didn't tell my friends at the beginning. Like only my best friend knew, and like everyone else was just like, "Why does she disappear at small points of time, and where does she go?" Until like one of my friends found out that I was at the sick bay, and then they followed me there, and then I gave insulin, and then that girl got scared and cried which was a very funny thing for me I feel bad to say it was funny but it was very funny so yeah that happened and yeah so I started going for lunch in school and everything slowly <laughs> straightened out and after lunch we have three more periods after which I come home by bus and then like by the time I reach home it's around 3 ish 4 in the middle somewhere and then I eat a snack, I watch some TV, and then I go out to play. <laughs> After that, I come home, and then I study. And then I, I eat dinner around 8, 8.30, and it depends on when I'm hungry, actually. But then I eat dinner, and then I study some more. I read a book for around half an hour, 45 minutes before I go to bed. And I sleep around 10. Yeah, that's my day. Yeah.
0: And, and it, Is there a way your, uh, your folks, your, your parents, keep a tab on uh, yeah, like do, uh, the re- readings that you're talking about? Like right about. now? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So, um, yes, before meals, when like, my mother is going to give me food, she'll be like, Adia, oh, go measure your blood sugar and then give insulin and come down. And I already know what I'm going to have for food, so I know how much insulin to give. So usually for breakfast, it's around six units. Today I gave four, which is different. But usually I give six units and then I eat food. So like my morning blood sugar supposed to be around like 120 below. But like sometimes when I don't manage properly because I'm a little careless sometimes, I go around to 140, 150. But then I give correction units, saying okay I need to lower it a little more than like the normal thing because it's already high. So I correct it and I eat. That, that happens. Otherwise, like when I'm walking around or like I haven't measured for some time and my parents notice, then my dad asks me, you go measure your blood sugar. And then like I tell him my blood sugar. And sometimes I'm a little reluctant to show him my graph because it goes a little high. And then I don't really think that that's a good thing. And I don't want to disappoint them. So I'll be like, no, I'm not showing you my graph because... Like, I I know I've done something wrong that day. So, it's okay. I'm not.
0: How much is uh, I mean, what's the change like since, for example, you started doing a sensor and, and some of the other stuff?
1: Oh, uh, before the sensor? I don't know what I would have done, honestly, if I didn't have the sensor because, okay, so I have to m- measure my blood sugar around four to five times a day minimum. And, like, before I used to prick my finger and take the reading. It's not painful at all, but over time, like your fingers start getting rough and swollenish, And I really didn't like that. That was one of the things I genuinely hated. So then after some time, we went to see this other doctor and at his clinic, there was like this board thing and it there was a the sensor thing and it, there was a pamphlet or something and i read that and i was like oh my god like if this is there why am i doing this to my poor fingers so that's why i decided like and then like me and my dad we researched it and everything and then yeah i got this (laughs) yeah and right now it's attached to my arm and all so yeah after a little bit of research we just we saw like oh this is a better way to keep track of it and i don't have to continuously poke myself also i'm not the only one getting this my dad has access to it my mom has access to it and if my doctor wants it even he can have access to this so it's like very well connected and everyone knows what's going on so we're not missing out on anything so it's it it makes it much easier and it gives you a sort of confident lifestyle. So, yes, it changed a lot. The sensor changed a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. Like yes. That changed a lot.
0: No, cl- clearly. Uh, and I think the 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 other thing is uh, uh, your 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 own lifestyle, your 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 social circles, uh, yeah. <laughs> Do they look at the sensor
1: Oh, I get questioned everywhere like i we went on a vacation and a little kid came up to me and said oh didi you have something on your arm and i'm just like yes i know like i don't and then she's like should i remove it for you i'm like oh my god like i don't know what to say i'm like no i want it there so then i just kind of left and like when i go to tuition, one of my friends recently asked me i i am not it takes time for me to start talking to people i mean you don't see that but like Generally, I take time to open up to my social circle. Okay, so like I didn't talk to anybody in tuition. I just kind of like sat there, did my work and just walked off to the car. So one of the people who wanted to make friends with me came up and pointed saying, hey, you have something on your arm, there's this white thing stuck to your arm, is it a sticker or something? And I'm like, no, it's a sensor. And then when I told this person that, oh, I have diabetes, it was kind of like the expression, like that three-second change of expression to like, oh, what the hell, wait, what? That thing that happened, that was very funny for me. So he's like, wait, so your childhood's gone, everything's gone, what are you going to do? Do you even eat sugar or like candy? And I'm like, yeah, I probably eat more than you do. So because honestly i love chocolate and i love food in general i cook i just love food so yeah and then that happened and then like it took me some time to explain to him that okay there are two types of diabetes type 1 type 2 type 2 there's a diet and i'm not educated well on type 2 so i can't speak for them but type 1 I don't have any diet restrictions. I mean, I can eat anything I want, but I choose not to because I know it's not good for me. So, I mean, if I go to a birthday party and everybody's eating pizza, sure, I'll have some pizza. But, like, I'm not going to eat junk every day for the sake of it.
0: (laughs) And uh, so are you a Facebook person or a Snapchat person? I mean, uh, what, what, what is the social life uh, I'm
1: an Instagram person.
0: Nice, okay. What do you normally do on Instagram?
1: I post pictures and Snapchat. I, I, I'm there on Snapchat, but I'm not very active. Mm-hmm. And recently, I'm not very active on Instagram either. So, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: well, I... Why is that? <laughs>
1: because my boards are coming up, and I need to focus.
0: Uh, the, uh, the other thing is, uh, of course, sensor helps and all that. Uh, are there things that you would like uh, to change? Or, 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 you know, like something very futuristic, that sometimes you would sit back and, and, and say, okay, if, if I could do that, or if, if there was...
1: Like society-wise, or so health, uh, like technology? Uh, uh, one
0: is the health technology-wise. If, if there were a, a tool or a magic wand, <laughs> if you could do that. Okay. you think on those Okay, uh, I,
1: I would do this. Hmm. What I would do is I would create like a device that's like really small, like, I don't know, not even the size of like like around an inch-ish, okay? And that would measure my blood sugar automatically and send it to a cloud. And after that, it would like, it would know how much insulin I need. And for that, I actually have to study the pancreas more to see how it works, like how a normal pancreas responds to different blood sugars and everything. And a pancreas, actually, it's continuously releasing insulin, I think. So that I, I wanted to work like a pump, but not a pump, a very small thing. That's um, like a mix of my CGM and the pump. And it's basically a pancreas on the outside of my body.
0: That would be awesome.
1: That would be awesome.
0: It's like I I hear some people talk about uh, this thing called artificial intelligence and they would say that we want to replicate human brain. Oh, (laughs) gosh. So this is back
1: okay, That human brain concept is just a no-no for me. Like when I hear about all of this and then the newspaper this one day, there was something saying, oh, people are going to get married to robots 40 years in the future. These kind of things, they just kind of I don't know disgust me for some reason
0: what is uh, what is your idea of uh, the job I mean you're, job. you're 15 now now you know I mean if, if I mean I mean, I don't want to sound like a dinosaur well <laughs> you know when, I mean I also didn't think at 15 what I would do but but yeah but I
1: thought about it you were studying <laughs> yeah
0: uh, there has to be an end to it yes.
1: uh-huh. <laughs> so
0: so what what's after that how do you think of a job
1: okay so The first time I thought of a job was when I was four years old, okay? That was when I decided, saying, okay, I'm going to be a doctor. And until recently, I've always been like, no, doctor for life, I'm going to be a doctor. Okay, I don't care if there are 10 more years that I have to study and just take a doctorate, everything. But I'm going to become a doctor for sure. But then recently, I'm just like... 10 years and I'm like i don't know i love science i love chem and bio but doctor doesn't look very appealing to me anymore but my second choice over here is taking over my dad's company so that's one thing that i really want to do so his company is called Doc engage and it's like this healthcare software and that's like the one thing that i want to do so even if he does end up like 10 years in the future when I'm not ready to take up the job yet, sell the company, you know what I'm going to do? I, I'm pretty sure we had this conversation in like a car a few days ago. So I'm going to work my way through the company and take it over, even if he sells it. No matter what, I'm getting into that company. So that's one thing that I want to do if I go into technology at
0: all. Okay. Yeah. I
1: mean, okay, I don't have to. I, I do computer science right now like in school, like it wasn't my first choice, it was my second choice. My first choice was drama, but then I don't know, somehow I ended up saying, okay, having a computer knowledge is gonna be better for me and it's gonna take me somewhere in life. So even if I don't like finish college in like computer science, and this is all like a cloud-based software, right? Mm. So I will have to know some sort of coding. And even if I don't, I always have my dad who is like a brilliant, like, super smart, genius person when it comes to coding. So, I'm good, at least, for like a long time.
0: <laughs> the, 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 the job question, so of course, I mean, this is this works out. I mean, yeah. good for you. Uh, it's also maybe because uh, sense of freedom in what will you do and how you do. But your idea of a workplace, like if you were to go to a place and I want work,
1: something creative. I can't sit so behind a desk. What do you mean by creative? Okay, one thing I wanted to do like recently... I wanted to be a dancer. Okay, I wanted to open my own dance school and everything. But then I'm thinking, hey, and my dad was like, "You know what? Take it up as your first hobby. Do it all the time. But you know what? Please do something that's like will take you somewhere in life." So that's
0: why I'm asking that question again and again because the, the way I or I mean even your dad would look at take you somewhere in life kind of a question is different from the way you look at it. So so you want, you seem to be wanting to do different things at the same time. Yeah, I, I want to do everything in the world. Okay. Well, I'm trying to understand, like people talk about millennials and their jobs. I think you are, I mean, you are ahead of millennials. You are the next gen. Uh, okay. I mean, so trying to understand what would you people do when you...
1: I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I mean this is all I can think of at this point. Either I become a doctor in the end somehow that happens. Or I take over my dad's company or I open a dance school. These are my three choices. Or if none of that happens, I'm probably gonna become a chef. That's there.
0: Nice. Okay, that's the fourth one. <laughs> that's like yeah. <laughs> uh, also wanted to spend a little time understanding uh, you know, your experience, for example, on Snapchat or even Instagram. What are the things you like? What are the things you don't like? Or do you think it one will... thing
1: I don't like on Instagram is people spamming my feed? Yeah. They will post picture after picture after picture in two minutes. I mean, okay, if I look, if I open my Instagram, I want to see what everybody's life is, not only your life. Then I end up unfollowing the person because I've got too much of them for some time now. So, like, they, they just decide to, you know, post 10 pictures in one day, which nobody wants to see, nobody likes. And it's just there. So, that bothers me like anything. And when people do cliche things, like, okay, there's some kind of celebrity trend going on. And they take it to the next level. That's just it just makes me want to face palm a million times. But things I like are when people post like brilliant aesthetic pictures. And like when that happens, I'm just like, how? Why, how did someone take a picture that good? And I want a, like a picture that good. Like, please, someone. So, I mean, I'm pretty good at taking pictures myself, of myself at least. So yeah, if you go check out my feed, it's pretty good, I mean. Yeah, a lot of people like my feed, so I'm good at taking pictures. If you think about it,
0: I'll I'll go take a look. Is Facebook cool or no? I don't like Facebook.
1: I mean, a lot of people like Facebook. It's good. Messenger is good for sure, but Facebook is more of um, twenty above, I guess.
0: (laughs) And uh, what do you like in Messenger? Like, why do you like Messenger and not just this massive Facebook platform? I mean.
1: I mean, what, what do I have in Facebook that interests me at all? Nothing. I mean, okay, yes, Facebook might be better in Instagram in terms that, okay, I can like put a post of writing or something, it doesn't always have to be a picture. But now Instagram kind of copied Snapchat and it has the story concept going on. And that allows you to, you know, like temporarily put something up like, okay, Like if I want to tell people that I'm gonna be off Instagram for another year, which I kind of did. So I'll put a thing saying, hey, I'm not gonna be here for you know, like a year, cause boards are coming up. So if you wanna hit me up, go message like my friend or like tell them what you wanna tell me. And if it's important, I will look into it. Otherwise I'm not gonna respond for another year. See you later, that kind of thing.
0: What did you not like in Snapchat? Or there was anything you liked there at all?
1: Oh, I like Snapchat. I really like Snapchat. Um, But I don't know. Like, you have to continuously save the messages. And that really annoys me. And sometimes, you know, you forget to save a message. And then you don't know what the conversation was before. Uh Like, I mean, someone's texting me. And then they text me the next day. And they have my response. So then they text me back. But I don't have anything to, you know... Continue the conversation. So I have to be like, hey, what were we talking about? I don't know what's going on. And that that cluelessness that's there, that irritates me. Otherwise, Snapchat's really cool because you can see the other person. And it's not like Instagram where the pictures, sometimes a lot of people, that's one more thing that bothers me, they edit the pictures so much that when you meet them in person, you're just like, where is the resemblance? I don't see this. They use like face editing apps like highlight their cheekbones, make their jawline better, this, that, that it doesn't look like them anymore. (laughs) But on Snapchat, I know they're not doing anything because they're sending me a picture of how they look at this moment. Even if they're putting all those, you know, dog filters and all, I can still see the person.
0: This is like a... I'm I'm like really learning fast (laughs) (laughs) inside the mind of a 15-year-old. Uh, Do you read newspapers?
1: Yes, every day. You do? Yeah.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: No, I'm not. I genuinely like, okay, so there there have been these times that I go to school and I just pick the newspaper up with me and go. So then my dad will be like, where is the newspaper? And then like my grandmother will say, Adia has taken it to school because I take it to read it in the bus because I have no time in the morning.
0: So yeah. Pick a newspaper, print newspaper and read it?
1: Yes, I read the Times first and then I read Bangalore Times. And I wait for Sundays because I like the Sunday Times edition of the newspaper the best. Because they have this third glossy newspaper, which name I can't remember at the moment. But I love that newspaper and it has a lot of fashion stuff and it's really cool. And Bangalore Times, the last page. They always have like the latest, you know, celebrity stuff and (coughs) things that... I'd want to know because I'm not very active, and I live under a rock hmm. for like for most of time.
0: And, and when you are looking to learn about something new or something you don't know, then I
1: ask my friends.
0: Okay. And where do you go hunt if you what? What kind of sources come up? Like are there websites or what? Mm,
1: you... This is not a question that should be <laughs> asked at me because for one thing, I don't. Okay, if there's any, like the latest song out, I will have zero clue until like a month later. When my friend says, Adia, oh my God, how have you not listened to this song? Go listen to it immediately. Then I go listen to it saying, oh, okay, she wants me to listen to it, so I will listen to it. So that happens, and I get all my gossip from my friends. Like they'll talk about everything, like Justin Bieber and Selena, or something recently going on, whatever always comes to me from my friends. Mm. I don't really go to like gossip websites and all of that. Not, <laughs> I And mean, even in the newspaper, the last page, it usually contains all the stuff that I need to know. Oh, okay. So that, I'm, I'm really surprised that they have a page like that for us teenagers, but that's a really good thing. I, I wonder, like, hey, is there someone our age on that newspaper? <laughs> like is he putting it there for <laughs> us
0: and uh what about the health uh, and all those how do you learn about those things or it's
1: bio class mm.
0: what's that
1: biology oh, class. Okay, biology class okay yes yeah. i mean we're learning about a lot of things this year and okay there was even a chapter on type 1 diabetes okay so at that point of class, oh my God. So I, I sit in the back bench for one thing. So I sit in the last row. So the teacher said type one diabetes. The whole room just kind of looked back at me and then nobody was even looking forward when the teacher was talking. So you want to know what I did? I kind of got up and walked to the front of the class. And I just stood there like, okay, you're looking at me when I'm at the back. So now you can all look at the teacher and look at me because I'm in front of you now. So that happened. And yeah, and then the teacher asked me like after class if I would be okay with showing people my equipment. And I'm like, why would I not be okay? Sure, why not? And then like I showed them like my insulin kit, how I give insulin. So I didn't give insulin in front of them. That would be really weird. But like I, I showed them like my... the pen and how I give insulin, then my sensor, the device I use, and like what the, how I feel when I go low or I go high. And it took me some time to explain like the mind block thing that happens when I go high, because people weren't really understanding, so they're like, wait, so you just freeze. And I'm like, no, I don't freeze. My brain freezes, that's what happens. There's a difference, <laughs> so that happened. And they had a bunch of odd questions for me. Like, oh, did, you, did your liver fail? Did your kidney fail? Stuff like that. And like, oh, do you not have a pancreas? That was a sensible question. I answered that one. But like, I do have a pancreas for one thing, which is special. And I have no idea why it doesn't work, but it's special. I have it and it could work in the future. I'm keeping that hope up. But yes, so... What was I saying? Yeah, I mean,
0: you were talking about that
1: Yeah, chapter. so they've asked me questions like, <laughs> so, questions. are you going to die? And like, there was this one time, I took a study holiday, like my summatives were approaching. And I remember not going to school for four days. And in those four days, there was like a rumor that built up. Like, I told one of my friends, oh, I have a cold. Because, okay, the first day it's, I stayed back home because I had a cold and a stomachache. I said that. And that developed into, oh, she's sick. Oh, she's admitted in the hospital. Oh my God, her, liver, her kidneys have failed. She's not coming back to school. So on Friday, when I came back to school, which made no sense, I should have not gone to school that day because you know it's Friday, I have the weekend and I've been not there for the whole week. What's the point of going on the Friday? But yes, I went to school and people are like, oh my God, Alia you're okay, are you okay? What can I do for you? I'm just like, do nothing please, just leave me. <laughs> So, So,
0: if there are people who are diabetic and they're listening to this podcast, in your uh, experience of 15 years, what are the top three, five things you've learned uh, you believe should be like, you know, can, can, can be followed by others? I mean,
1: don't restrict yourself. Number one, please don't restrict yourself. Okay. I know that like. It might seem like, okay, I need to eat only this. I cannot eat that and this and that. And what is this girl talking about? Is she crazy? That's probably what some of those kids or maybe even their mothers might be thinking at this point. But honestly, please come talk to me if you think that. Because I will show you that I eat like a normal, not normal person, a person who doesn't have diabetes. Because diabetes is a condition. And I am completely normal. Thank you. So yeah, that like, please come talk to me I will show you that you can eat anything you can eat chocolate if you want to but that I'm not asking you to go eat a whole bar of chocolate Okay, just I'm saying that yes, you can eat chocolate, too It's not harmful and you like I I can live like a normal human being and You're a normal person. Don't listen to everything Two. Stay confident through it all, cause like everyone is gonna ask you 10 billion questions like are you gonna die, this, that, and funny million other things. Don't take it personally, whatever, like whatsoever, just don't take it personally, and laugh at them, please. Laugh at their face, just do that for me, okay? And that's one thing, yeah, that's I have only two things to say, and don't get overconfident, that's one thing. Like, actually when I got my sensor. I kinda got overconfident after some time and then I started mismanaging. Which was a bad thing. So yeah, and then I now I'm back into control obviously.
0: How, how do you get overconfident do you think, do you think oh, it Oh, will...
1: because no, I forget. I actually forget to measure. Like that still happens a little yeah, bit. Simple as that. But like yeah, because it's it's really simple. Now I'm living a very, very normal life. I mean, I can't. By, by looking at me or by like spending a day with me, you're not going to figure out that I'm diabetic unless I want you to know. It's, it's really simple. I'll just be like, oh, I'll be back in a minute. I'll go be, measure my blood sugar, give insulin. And you won't even figure it out unless I want you to. So it's pretty normal. And yeah. Okay.
0: Awesome. Great yeah. talking to you.
1: Yes, thank, thank you. you. Adia.
0: I mean, this is uh, the in, insights uh, ranging from uh, what do you consume on, on content to social networks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, this can as well be called inside the mind of a 15 year old.
1: <laughs> yes, a 15 year old diabetic. Let's put that there.
0: <laughs> thank you. It was awesome talking yes, to you. Yes, thank Adia. you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.